metal prices continue to gain steam last week. Global economic recovery is continuing, but its momentum has eased and is becoming increasingly imbalanced according to the latest OECD economic outlook. Coming up on your weekly CAF News Price Point, presented by Cattle Currents West Ishmael. Hello and welcome to your weekly CAF News Price Point podcast for the 7th of December, sponsored by CAF News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Widely volatile outside markets stemming from worries about the potential impact of the new COVID variant, Omicron, pressured cattle futures parts of last week, but higher cash prices and fundamental strength continue to provide optimism. For the week, negotiated cash fed cattle prices were $2 higher on a live basis at $142 a hundredweight in the Southern Plains and Colorado. They were steady to $4 higher in Nebraska at $140 and steady to $5 higher in the Western Corn Belt at $140. Dress prices were $3 higher in Nebraska at $220 and $3 to $7 higher in the Western Corn Belt at $220. In his weekly market comments, Andrew P. Griffith Agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee points out, Fed cattle prices increased nearly $18 a hundredweight since the first week of October. He says cattle feeders should be satisfied with the increase, but upside potential looks to be minimal moving through the spring. In other words, Griffith says, the market may hold its own the next several weeks or months, but pushing much higher will be a challenge. He adds that there should be price support moving into the spring as demand increases seasonally. Total estimated cattle slaughter last week of 676,000 head was 110,000 head more than the previous holiday shortened week and 7,000 head more than the same week last year. Year to date estimated total cattle slaughter of 30.8 million head was 872,000 head more or 2.9% more than the same period last year. Estimated total year-to-date beef production of 25.52 billion pounds was 610.9 million pounds more, or 2.5% more than a year earlier. Live cattle futures closed an average of 70 cents higher week-to-week on Monday, from 35 cents to $1.25 higher. As mentioned at the outset, this week's price point comes to you courtesy of CAF News. Since 1964, CAF News has provided in-depth coverage of industry events and issues, along with market insight, management advice, and a celebration of cattle business people. Be sure to check out the latest issue at calfnews.net. You'll find everything from cattle handling tips to an examination of the ongoing challenges faced by ranchers on the Mexican border, to a reflection on grilling history from the History Guy, to a profile of Matthew Bones Hooks, a pioneering black cowboy and civic leader who was recently inducted into the National Cowboy Hall of Fame, and lots, lots more. Take a look. Calf and feeder cattle prices last week continued higher. Given the previous week's holiday, compared to two weeks earlier, Steers and heifers sold four to eight dollars a hundredweight higher, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. Demand was described as good for calves and very good for true yearlings. 
AMS analysts explain cattle feeders are anxious to get cattle bought, especially yearlings that will finish during the spring months of next year. They add that the heavy run of cattle last week of almost 400,000 head via auction, direct, and video internet is typical this time of year. Generally fair weather also has posed few transportation challenges. Demand remains strong while buyers are trying to make quick work of purchasing cattle as there's an expectation that prices will continue strengthening, Griffith says. He adds there's no doubt that a fire has been lit under cattle markets as calf prices are following feeder cattle prices and feeder cattle prices are following finished cattle prices. Feeder cattle futures closed an average of $1.97 higher week to week on Monday, except for $0.47 cents lower in spot jam. Wholesale beef prices continued lower last week, although there could be another holiday bump or two along the way. Choice box beef cut out value was $5.05 lower week to week on Monday at $272.53 a hundred weight. Select was $4.17 lower at $257.85. It's also worth noting that steer byproduct value was $0.72 lower week to week at $14.24 a hundred weight, with likely pressure from global economic concerns related to the new COVID variant. Despite the sizable price decline in box beef prices since the last week of August, and despite the increase in fed cattle prices, Griffith says packer profitability remains strong. He explains there's no reason at this time to expect beef demand to soften, which should continue supporting wholesale beef prices and the cattle complex. According to Griffith, there may still be a little more holiday buying that needs to take place, but most holiday purchases will have been completed at this point. The expectation moving forward is for strong restocking of the beef counter following consumer holiday purchasing and some focus shifting from middle meats to end cuts as winter establishes a hold on the market. Global economic recovery is continuing, but its momentum has eased and it's becoming increasingly imbalanced according to the latest economic outlook from the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, or OECD. According to OECD Secretary General Matthias Corman, the strong rebound we've seen is now easing, and supply bottlenecks, rising inflation, and the continuing impact of the pandemic are clouding the horizon. He adds, the risks and uncertainties are large, as is being seen with the emergence of the Omicron variant, aggravating the imbalances and threatening the recovery. Keeping the recovery strong and on track will entail addressing a number of imbalances, but above all, it will mean managing the health crisis through better international coordination, improving health systems, and massively stepping up vaccination programs worldwide. OECD projects real global GDP growth at 5.6% this year, 4.5% next year, and 3.2% in 2023. For the United States, OECD projects real GDP at 5.6% this year, 3.7% next year, and 2.4% in 2023. Among the key points in the OECD economic outlook, the surging demand for goods since economies reopened and the failure of supply to keep pace 
generated bottlenecks in production chains, labor shortages, pandemic-related closures, rising energy and commodity prices, and a scarcity of some key materials are all holding back growth and adding to cost pressures. Inflation has increased significantly in some regions. Alongside the cost pressures for manufacturing supply bottlenecks and food price increases, the report explains imbalances in the energy market are a key factor driving up inflation in all economies. Gas prices have risen sharply, notably in Europe, and risks are high, with storage levels around 28% lower than they would normally be at this time of year. Incidentally, the Federal Trade Commission last week ordered nine large retailers, wholesalers, and consumer goods suppliers to provide detailed information that will help the agency shed light on the causes behind ongoing supply chain disruptions and how these disruptions are causing serious and ongoing hardships for consumers and harming competition in the U.S. economy. And that's your CAF News Price Point for the 7th of December. This is Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.